Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. All right, we are live with a uh, post-game instant reaction podcast here. And uh, fellas, the preseason, thank the Lord, is finally freaking over. I mean, my God, dude. Yeah, thankfully. And and for the most part, they got out of it with, with no injuries, right? You always see these, you know, these teams right at the end, JK Dobbins last night. You just kind of hope and pray that nothing crazy happens. Um, and obviously there's gonna be some nicks and bruises, right? Like John Jones is battling something right now. I think he was there and present for the media portion on Friday. I didn't get a chance to go down. Um, so obviously probably not risking much there, but uh, the good thing is, like I said, they're, they're out of there. They're out of it. No, no injuries. Now it's, you know, let's get ready for week one and, and about well, two weeks, two weeks from today. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, thankfully it's over. I thought, um, actually I just dug it up too. the first time since 2003, they finished a perfect with a perfect record in the preseason. Not that we hang, uh, you know, Colts type banners over here, like the Ravens, maybe the Ravens 20 yeah. straight, yeah. uh, preseason wins. But, um, I, I think, Overall, if you're Bill Belichick, you walk away from this preseason pretty happy with your football team. I thought, um, you know, the the positional groups that you spent a lot of money in and spent a lot of time investing in uh, were, were, you know, astronomically better from last year. And oh, yeah. like I said, you're walking away uh, pretty happy with, with where your team's at at this point. Yeah, I mean, that pass rush is, is stupid. But it, it was nice tonight. You got to see, I mean, everybody on the roster pretty much that wasn't hurt or an established veteran got to play. Like, all the DBs got to play. Those guys scratching for a roster spot. So it was nice to see everybody. It's the last time you're going to see a lot of those faces. Cut down days on Tuesday. Like, those guys are going to move on and do whatever their post-NFL career is, right? So it, right. it's nice to, to get to see everybody kind of show out a little bit in the preseason. But now it's it's almost time for real football, right? Two weeks. No, and that's, I mean, that's the thing, right? There's a lot of these guys out here, and we were just talking about it off air, like Michael Jackson, like, my God, that guy, I mean, just, it's bad. It's bad. So I was like, just do that guy a favor and cut his ass. Like, my goodness, you know? And, and you know, I mean, look, it, it is what it is. I mean, those guys just aren't going to play in the NFL. And so, you know, I, I think there, there were definitely some up and ups and downs. I thought the running back position, you saw some really great, uh, some really great things in the running back position. And listen, I, I know Murph out there is watching, and I apologize ahead of time, Murph. But I'm finding a, I, I'm I'm fi- finding it very difficult to give a single reason why Brandon Bolden needs to be on this team. Like I just I don't I, I can't give one. There's too many guys that can play running back ahead of him. There just there are JJ Taylor's proven he can do it. Stevenson has proven he can do it. You have Damian Harris, and then you also have uh, James White. Like what are you gonna do? You gonna keep Brandon Bolden too and have him just play special teams? That doesn't make any sense. You know like you keep a guy that can actually play his position and also play special teams. Right. And so, uh, you know, guys like that are going to get cut. The, the broadcast kept talking about Harvey, Harvey Lange. Like he was going to, like, he's a lock to make the team. Like, what are you nuts? That guy, you know, 
He's like, oh, well, he's got tons of versatility. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He sucks at playing linebacker. He's a, he's a special teams guy. It's like, that's just dumb. What are we doing? Well, here? they had about 60 guys making the 53-man <laughs> roster. Every, every guy on the team right now is going to make the team, apparently. So it, it's one of those things, right, where it's nice to see, like, a guy shows up in the preseason week three, last last week the preseason. Right. You want to give him a roster spot. It's just That's just not how it works, right? So. Yeah. Um, I'm, one, I'm, one guy I thought, too, that, that had a good, nice night, kind of out of nowhere, too, is D'Angelo Ross. Got the slot, start out of the slot yep. uh, with Jones out. Made a big tackle, I believe. It was on third and short earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. And then obviously made a made a made you know made that interception in the end zone. I thought he played pretty well. That's a guy who's was undrafted, kind of battled his way through the Patriots practice squad the last few years. Um, you know, I, I don't think he squeezes his way on the 53-man just because of the there's not really a spot for him, even though how thin they are kind of at, at corner. It's mainly on the outside, and he's not an outside guy. But um, that's a guy who, you know, maybe you, you have a place for him on special teams down the road. Uh, ultimately, probably ends up back on your practice squad. But like you said, an opportunity to get guys like that some some more face time and, and some, you know, much-needed uh, snaps on the field. But uh, I think overall, I would have liked to see Cam play a little bit more. I, I think I think it was Henry McKenna pulled up. He played just 35 snaps this preseason. I thought that was pretty light for for a guy that I, I think a lot of us would like to think is is battling for his job. I mean, maybe he has a lot more security than we all think, but yep. 35 snaps for a guy who you hope improves mightily or he's kind of on that short leash. Um, like I said, it was great to see Mac for as much as we did this preseason. I thought that was kind of the highlight, but Overall, uh, too much Hoyer in the fourth, and and too less of of uh, of camp. I think I think the big thing that we saw today was they it was a carbon copy with how they were using the quarterbacks all three preseason games. Cam got the first, Mac got second and third, and then Hoyer got the fourth. They they did that all three. So if that doesn't tell you that that Cam's the starter and Mac is the guy who they want to see because he's the rookie and kind of really yeah. feel out the level that he's at and then Hoyer's the third guy who's probably not going to make the team might stick around in the practice squad. I think they, they painted the picture for you, right? Like they know what the, the quarterback situation is. And and we heard from Belichick after the game, he said, we have a lot of decisions to make. We don't know who the starting quarterback is when he was asked. Uh, I think if Brady was still here, he'd say, you know, if someone asked him, he'd be like, yeah, who knows who's going to start a quarterback. Right. That's just who Belichick is. So we'll see on September 12th. But uh, I mean, from everything we've seen this preseason, just in terms of usage, I think Cam's the quarterback for now. I mean, there's just no, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that, I don't think that Bill gave Mac an opportunity to win the starting job, right? Cam got all the first team snaps. Cam was always the first guy out there, you know, even in the preseason games, like he got all the, he was out there with the first team basically the entire time. So Mac never really had a chance to go against the ones, to play with the ones, to really get it until the few days that Cam was out. And what happened the few days Cam was out? He lit it up, right? But it, it doesn't matter. It, it didn't change anything when he came back to practice on Thursday. So, you know, it just – I don't think it ever came into his mind. And, like, you know, I think I think I said – I think I said after the Patriots drafted him, I said there are two things that Bill Belichick absolutely hates in this, in this life, and that's the New York Jets – and rookie quarterbacks. And like, I just, I don't see how you can walk, you can look at this preseason and think that Bill Belichick is going to start Mac Jones. Now we can argue about whether he deserves it or not. We can argue about whether who's looked better. And I think there's an argument for, for Mac looking just as good, if not better than Cam, but that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, 
Bill Belichick is going to start Cam Newton at quarterback week one. And really, I think through the entire season, I think that's the plan. And then if, of course, that if that goes awry, it goes awry. But like, I think that this is, we're rolling with Cam, no matter what, essentially, Mac will see you next year. Like learn everything you can this year and, and, and go from there. In terms of the facts, there's no real argument about it, right? Like he's, there's the plan, and it's Cam's going to be the starter. Mac's going to be back, the backup this year. They haven't deviated from it unless they've been forced to with, with right. Cam missing five days. And somebody asked me today, why, why does Mac only play with the backups during the preseason? It's because he's the backup. Like he's the backup quarterback. And I think a lot of the quarterback controversy and, and competition, there was a lot made of it when there really probably wasn't much there in terms of them actually making the decision to make a move. So, right. I mean, we've talked about it for three weeks straight. We we've been talking about the quarterbacks and you can only say so much before you finally realize like, Oh, they're not changing. So why are we going to talk ourselves in circles about it? It is what it is. They're, Cam's going to be your starter. Max going to be the backup until they're forced to make a change. Right. Yep. I agree. So um, anyways, look, we're just so sick of the stupid preseason. Like just get us to the damn regular season. And now we got a bye week this week. So cut down day, of course, is Tuesday for those of you that, that weren't sure Tuesday at three o'clock. So I'm sure we'll have some sort of breaking news, a podcast or something like that on Tuesday afternoon. Um, talking about that. There might be some trades that, that go along with that. You know, of course, then it's the, the cut down to 53, but then if you're going to throw anyone on IR, like Nikhil Harry is a perfect example. He's going on IR. Like I'm convinced he's going on IR. You can't really trade him because he has well, to pass doesn't, He has to get through. He has right, to be so on the 53, man. So he has exactly. to be on the 53, so they right. technically have to risk losing a guy just to get exactly. him on to IR. Yep. So right. and that's this is going to be – every year there's some – I mean, I guess maybe not so much last year because it was a weird year, but every year. There's a there's some sort of weird cut or something crazy kind of happens that you kind of saw out of nowhere. I'm sure we'll have that Tuesday. So gear yeah. up. <laughs> and it's just, it's the same way with every list. Like I, I'm sure everybody knows, but to reiterate, like you can't just keep Stephon Gilmore on the pub list until he's ready to go. You have to put him on your active roster and then move him to the the, the active pub during the season. Correct. So there's yep. no keeping. Same with all the guys on the N or the couple guys on NFI. There's going to be a lot of movement on. I mean, tomorrow, it's going to start tomorrow morning and then heading into Tuesday. There's going to be a ton of movement. So a, a lot to keep out for. And just to plug real quick, Burns got me right and everything. Shout out Burn and the baby. Hope you're doing great. But um, we, we're going to have a ton of stuff up on the website. So if you need to see who they cut, all that stuff, right. patspopa.com. No doubt. No doubt. Um, but yeah, so let's get let's get into that because I think that's a good way to kind of end this show. Um, first of all, some guys that really popped tonight, I thought J.J. Taylor, Ramondre continues to impress running the ball. Um, you know, Isaiah Zuber popped a little bit today. I think it might be a little too late for him. Christian Wilkinson played well today, too. And it might not be too late for him. You know, Didn't like, drop one. That's like right? all you needed to see, right? That's big. Don't That's drop big. The kicking controversy is going to be interesting. That competition is going to be really interesting to see who makes it out of that, out of those two guys. I still think it's going to be Nordine, but who knows? Um, and I, I haven't said it to you yet, Pat, but I think it's going to be full. Just like you talk about something that Belichick might hate more than rookie quarterbacks, rookie kickers, right. undrafted guys who have been inconsistent, right? Yeah. So that's going to no, be very interesting. Yeah. yeah we, we've got two points be. of view here, so I'm sure they've got different points of view in Foxborough. Oh, too. yeah. I'm sure they do. Maybe maybe Nordian will get the Foxborough flu. But uh, right. so anyways, um, all right, let's get in. Let's get into, though, I want to do one surprise cut. 
and one surprise guy that's going to make the team, right? So like that 53rd guy that sneaks on that no one thinks is going to make the roster. So who wants to start? Well, you want to do surprise cut first and then surprise guy that makes the roster first, or what do you, how do you want to do it? Let's go surprise cut because I've got one that I, I tweeted out earlier that I don't know if it's going to be true. I was half joking, I half wasn't, but there's there's a chance mm-hmm. and there's some solid reasoning behind Gunnar Oshevsky has shown that he's not ready to play wide receiver in the NFL, right? Like, right. it's been a tough preseason for him, a tough training camp. And you got a guy in J.J. Taylor who looked great returning punts today. So yep. it, this is going to be the second year in a row that I'm going to be proven wrong probably by Gunner. I did it last year. I ended up losing money on it. But um, my surprise cut, I'll say Gunnar Oshevsky just because it's uh, it'll be nice to rub in people's faces if it happens. Love it. Woo! For me, I, if we did this la- or a week and a half ago, I probably would have said Jawan. Uh, but I think with their how thin they are outside – uh, he can probably fill a void there. Uh, but for me, it's Henry Anderson. I know yeah. Belichick has spoke a lot about him. They spent a, you know, he was a day one guy in free agency, but I think every single preseason game, he's played well into the fourth quarter. Um, and with Barmore coming on and, and just a lot of log jam up in the middle, I don't know if they have a spot for him. That one's a good one too, because yeah, he's another guy that he's just playing. It, it's never good to see a guy playing late into the in preseason. has two, but I mean, he's coming back. So maybe it's conditioning reasons to get his reason. Like I, I think there's zero reason to cut him because I think he provides value on a rookie. Contract. Right. There's, there's something there with Winovich. You don't really know if there's any, like, there's no role for Anderson where he can play it really well. There is with Winovich. Correct. Yeah. So Winovich is actually uh, a guy that he's not a cut. I, there's no, there's a 0% chance that Winovich gets cut. I do think there's a possibility that he gets traded um, because there are just so many edge guys. They have a million edge guys. They have Uche and they have uh, uh, Judon and they have, you know, Van Noy. They just have a ton of them. And, you know, Dietrich, why, well, why is probably gone after this year? But either way, right, it, you know, I just I wonder, like, if he's the odd man out. Now, he started on the pup list, so it's like we didn't get a full camp from him. So it's – but, like, it's possible. The other guy um, – who would be the the cut would be Montrevious Adams. Adams signed with the Patriots this year, signed to a decent contract, not nothing like a crazy, but still signed to a decent contract. And he's another guy who's been playing late in the games, hasn't really shown a ton. Um, you know, he's played well here, like in spots, but really hasn't done much. So Montrevious um, Adams, I could definitely see getting cut. All right, Keegan, why don't you lead us off with uh, the surprise makes that doesn't make any sense i don't know the surprise surprise guy in the 53 man roster right yeah i this this might be cheating a little bit because i do think they're going to stash him on ir after they get him on on the 53 but matt lacoste with the injuries that you've had at tight end i don't see how you can keep three tight ends and be comfortable with like at at some point someone's going to get banged up hunter henry's got such a long injury history he's out right now Jonu Smith, he got dinged up during training camp. Devin Asiasi missed time with, with COVID. I think you're going to need a fourth guy, maybe not to be active on the roster every week, but just someone around um, an NFL-caliber tight end to maybe fill that role, especially if you're going to be running you know, 22 personnel, 12 personnel with, with two tight ends. You're going to need four. You can't just roll with three, even with a fullback. So I think Matt Lacoste, they'll, they'll keep him around the New England area, whether it's on the 53-man throughout the season or not, like I think he'll be on the initial one. Makes sense. 
Uh, for me, Christian Wilkerson, I've had him on my roster projection um, both times. I think, especially with Nikhil out now too, there's a there, there's some room there. Obviously, maybe a little bit uncertainty with Gunner. I think you should watch your mouth, Keegan. But we'll, we'll run with that for now. Uh, but I think there's a, there is value there with him, right? I don't think we haven't seen anything. Nelson Aguilar was the best wide receiver at training camp the first ten days, uh, and he's been in and out and hasn't really popped, hasn't shown much in the game and I'm not saying he's going to play over him, but I think carrying that extra receiver won't hurt you. He has his value on special teams. I think that's a guy that they like in their room consistently getting better. I know Keegan can't stand him, but he's my surprise maker. The 50s. I like him. I just, if you're going to start slandering Nikhil Harry, because you want Wilkerson on the roster, that's a little ridiculous to me. I like the guy. I do. I swear. Um, I'm going to go with Michael jet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, He's definitely not making the roster. Uh, I, I think I might go with another wide receiver. It's a guy who was on the roster for a little bit of time last year. It's Isaiah Zuber. I just think that he he brings a little bit of pop to to the receiving core. And Wilkinson, he hasn't had the drops that Wilkinson has had. Now, Wilkinson, I think, is, has been more consistently open. He probably would have been my guy, to be honest. With you. It's back. Pat, say, like hey, hey Wil- say Wilkerson 10 times fast. No, I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> um, but, you know, but that's uh, Zuber, Wilkinson, one of them. One of them is making the roster, I think. Wilkerson, Wilkinson. Isn't it Wilkinson? Wil- Wilkerson. That's why I was telling you to say it 10 times no fast. Yeah, er. I was Wilkerson. Man, that's why I was saying Say it fast. Say it fast. Whatever, <laughs> Whatever, you know. K Dub. One that's, of those guys. We're just gonna start calling him K Dub. I like that. K Dub. That's good. That's a good nickname. Should send that to Cam so he knows. Um I'm pretty sure that is Cam's nickname for him. Oh, well, there you go. Look at that. I so uh anyways, look the preseason's done. It's gonna be interesting to see what the cut down day looks like. There's gonna be a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, I think to me, the front seven and the secondary and the wide receivers. Those are the three spots to watch for me because there's a million guys and they can't keep them all. And so it's like, who's going to who's going to make the team that is surprising to us and who's going to not make the team that we think, you know, that we were like, oh, that, that guy's definitely going to make it. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where they kind of go from there um, and who they think they can, um, who they think that they can keep on and not. So uh, anyways, that's going to do it for us. Listen, it, it's been it was it was a long preseason, but we're getting into the regular season. Tomorrow's my first day of school, so like school is back in session. The preseason is done. We're like we're ready to go. Okay, we're ready to go. And everyone wants real Patriots football. You're gonna get it in two weeks. Like we're here, right? So, uh, but anyways, that's that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it, and we will uh, we'll talk to you this week Wednesday night. All right, see you.